Subdino. What do you think? Is that a good uh, trailer voice? Who knows? It's weird Wednesday. It's uh, February. We got the uh, we got a snowstorm rolling through Grand Junction here, so I'm feeling cooped up, feeling ready to uh, for spring to come. I'm ready to get out and do some fly fishing, some turkey hunting, some backpacking, all the fun summer stuff here. Hopefully, you guys are too. Um, cool. So it's Wednesday, so you guys know what that means. Podcast episode dropping. Uh, podcast trivia. I'm going to get to that in a second. First, I want to introduce a concept uh, of a kind of a game that we want to play on the podcast here. Um, basically, it's going to be like, what's your pack? Um, so I think we're going to have a few of us, uh, whether it's Eli, Owen, Lee, myself, Kevin, who knows. Um, there's going to be a panel of us. And what we want you to do is send in a scenario of which you need a pack for, in which you need a pack for. So it could be uh, a, a, um, a completely made up scenario, like uh, a backcountry Antarctica penguin hunt, or it could be something as simple as a, you know, a backcountry Colorado deer hunt. Um, it could be pack rafting, whatever. Um, but send us a scenario that you're looking uh, for a pack for, um, and we are going to read that scenario aloud on the podcast and discuss what the best pack for that situation would be. Um, so would really love to uh, have you guys participate in this. I think it'll be pretty fun. Uh, we get a lot of emails on this in the first place, so we figured it would be fun to read it aloud on the podcast. So uh, feel free to send us an Instagram DM or an email at podcast at seekoutside.com. Um, and we will, we will be reading some of those aloud on the podcast. All right, cool. Podcast trivia, same rules. You guys know them. If you've already participated, the, everything's, the answers are coming up quick. I mean, now it's like within the first minute. It's crazy. Y'all are, y'all are killing it with that. Um, but Facebook group, Seek Outside Adventures, uh, tomorrow, Thursday, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time be posting a question we're going to be giving away a flight one prototype um backpack with that is all solid spectra uh so it's an awesome super lightweight pack and if you listen to the podcast you're going to learn how dope the flight is so um hit us up on the facebook group for your chance to win that and also start sending us your uh, your backpack scenarios and we will read them aloud on the podcast all right, guys. Welcome to the Seek Outside Podcast. Outside Podcast. Yeah, there's there's no question. Yeah, no. Two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts do. Uh, well, I got stalked by a mountain lion. Uh, made a fishing pole out of a lodgepole pine. Falconry and bird dogs, can they coexist? Oh man, and do they. Shitty weather and lots of bears. That's what this podcast is about. Why, when you're hunting with a friend, is he always three or four times louder than you? Some people are just wired that way. Need the sun, man. Need the sun in here. We're, we're all too white. Need some tan action going on. I'm less white now. That's true. 
You got your got tan that on. Saint George tan. He, he does. Death Valley tan the right there? there. The wind. What was the weather like? Wind. Windy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like seventies, but it was just wind. wind. Yeah. Death Valley was very pleasant. Nice. Until like the last day we were there, and then it was wind. Yeah. But it was like almost eighty degrees in wind. So. Dude, I swear to God, it was like February first, and the wind started in Grand Junction. It's like it's 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 one of the windiest places. And I've lived in Wyoming. Grand Junction is (laughs) not compared to like St. George, all those places, and like Utah, Green River, Moab. Yeah, Moab gets wild. Yeah, yeah, and it's just hot as shit there, and you get sand blowing directly in your face all day long i've waken up so many times in moab with just like sand in your teeth and like oh, yeah. in your hair and stuff <laughs> from just like windy ass nights and in, in tent. yeah that's fucking brutal man <clears throat> and i mean good luck with uh cleaning your tent afterwards especially the sill nylon yeah should just get stuck on there yep but anyway clinging well this is the seek outside podcast and we got a special guest here Today we got Eli uh, Finukane. How do you say your last name? Finukin. 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 Like yeah. how it sounds or looks, just with a silent e. Uh, okay. Yeah. I wanted it to be like Finukane. Yeah. You know. Kind of what call it called? Finache. 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 You can roll with either of those. Yeah. They sound awesome. We'll, we'll go with Finukane. You know. Finukane. Just, yeah. No, but we got Eli Finukin here. He's our he's our backpack man. Yep. The backpack uh, man. Every single backpack that anybody has ever bought, with the exception of like maybe a couple of weeks where me and Owen came in and drastically <laughs> messed everything up. At least in the, uh, la- in the last few years. Yeah, the last few years. Yep. If you've bought a backpack from Seek Outside, it's been built by, by, by this man right here. It's true. And um, from all the gatekeeper work, I've noticed that you, your hands have are like my biceps like they, have, they just have muscles on them from pinching all the damn gatekeeper straps it's true man like you get a little worn out by the end of the day your skin's raw from opening yeah. and closing so many gatekeepers yeah <laughs> installing it, harnesses oh yeah the harness <laughs> i could see like when you're down at the bottom trying to thread that through yeah i could just see because when we did it i was like god i hate yeah. this oh, no, we were we were yeah, I had bruises all over my hands and shit from popping gatekeepers. It can be brutal. Yeah. But anyway, we're we're here today. We're going to talk a little bit about everybody's favorite pack setup. Um, probably dive into uh, – we, we brought Eli in because he's a big guy. He's more on the recreational side. He does a lot of rock climbing and stuff like that. So he's going to kind of explain that side. And then we got Owen here, and he is going to – chat about his um pack setup and then i'm gonna go over mine and then we're gonna have a little friendly debate hopefully about what's better it won't be friendly it'll be bloody hopefully yeah (laughs) hopefully it's bloody we're we're in about a i don't know 12 by 12 little cubicle desk room that's our office and it's just got random i mean we got oatmeal in here we have microphones we have what else? What other random things do we have? have? Plenty of metal water bottles. A bunch of reusable grocery bags. Um, yeah, so <laughs> things might get violent. Just, just we'll say that. Um, 
but yeah, why don't we start off with uh, with Eli here? Yeah, you wanna you wanna kind of give us an overview of of your pack what you just I got use back. And... Yeah, and okay. you just got back from El Paso doing a big a big uh, boulder bouldering. Yeah, trip we were bouldering. Down there. Yep, cool. yep. So yeah, yeah. I took a couple packs down there. Um, I guess start from the beginning i'm I'm more on the rec side of our demographic mm-hmm. um so for me personally i'm i'm a big fan of our flight series packs um i like the fast and light option or if i was like backpacking which i do every now and then generally not more than a couple nights I'll, i would maybe go with some of our smaller integrated packs like a Gila or divide but i'm a big fan of our flight series um if i'm out climbing I can throw everything I need in, in one of those packs and have plenty of space still, um, you know, and that includes climbing gear and, you know, insulation layers this time of year, gloves and extra coats and hats and stuff, um, food for the day or whatever. Um, so I, I like that option, um, run it with and without a frame. Um, Mm. I think both work great when you're getting up around 30 pounds or more maybe throw the frame in um but generally i actually run it without one and really yeah it's it's super comfortable carry still and is that mostly for the weight savings or like why are you taking that popping that frame out um occasionally i will actually throw my pack inside my pad so i'll Mm. fold the pad around the pack and it that helps um having the frame removed from the backpack itself Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not such an awkward, bulky piece then. Yeah. Um, so when, yeah, I have the, the pack bag sandwiched in between my crash pad or whatever, um, it just makes it a little easier to carry. Mm. Yeah. When you're like, would you find, cause I, I could see it if you're like looking up, like it's belaying, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're looking up at the person and there was a frame in there. That'd be pretty rough. Like, cause you would be hitting your head on it a lot. So I wonder if. I would say for me personally, and I would say for a lot of like just everyday climbers who are just out cragging or something, they'll, they're not going to be wearing a pack, but if you're in some sort of mountaineering situation where you're roping up with a partner or whatever for, you know, something a little more difficult than just scrambling, um, you don't have, you know, a stance to throw your gear on the ground or anything like that. You're on some mountainside. You have to wear your pack. In that situation, I would probably prefer to have the frame out of it too, like yeah. you're saying, because looking up and around you, it depends on your torso length and what uh, frame you're using. But yeah, the the frame can definitely prevent your your head from you know turning too much, which could be a negative thing when yeah. turning, I guess sometimes. So have you have you taken out the ultra? I know you've taken out the wolf. Have you taken out the ultra flight at all? Um, I have taken out, um, one of the early protos. Yes. Okay. Yep. How do you like that stuff? Um, I do like it. It's definitely a lot quieter. Mm-hmm. I will definitely agree with that. Um, just from wearing and moving. Um, cause I, I like to get into it and, and kind of like go at a fast pace and, um, there's not like that, you know, like windsuit material sound, mm-hmm. you know, brushing against the back of your jacket or something like that. It's a lot quieter. Um, and from what I've noticed, it's it's a lot less likely to to get super soaked in like damp or yeah. wet conditions, which oh, I definitely. like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not it's not going to have that extra weight to it, mm-hmm. especially with the Spectra pockets and everything. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to absorb any water at all, which yep. is nice. Yeah, it's funny because like the first week I worked here, 
I was up on the Mesa and like we had just met mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> we were up at that lake. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, I was, we ran into each other. Yeah, in the I was, lot. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was hiking and I was like, oh man, that looks like somebody's wearing a seat outside backpack. I was like, damn, that dude's hiking fast, man. Like he, <laughs> he is, he is rocking. I was like, oh okay. shit, it's Eli. There he is. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So I, I can speak to the fact that like you, that you like to get after it. Yeah. And now with that, that ultra light pack material mm-hmm. nobody's going to be able to catch you on the trail exactly exactly yes. <laughs> yeah okay so so for for your your probably top pick would be a flight two or or kind of like you know now what we call the three yeah if the uh with the upped uh, like the 23 25 inch frame New extension yep, yeah exactly um okay do you have like a, a second like integrated what's your what's your top integrated pack that um probably, probably the divide divide yeah um yeah weight carrying ability and for how light that pack is um you know base weight um there's not a lot out there that can compete with it i think yeah um and it's it's very basic but it has just the right amount of organization with that front stuff pocket um and water bottle pockets on it mm-hmm. so um it's got the daisy chain on the pocket mm-hmm. so that you can attach your ropes and shit like that have you ever used that for like hooking up your your climbing ropes or do you have a different method no for that? i typically if i'm packing i will try to have a designated space for just about everything inside okay. the pack yeah um if i'm backpacking or i'm on like a really long hike and for whatever reason need like um like a little solar panel i'll Mm. throw that on the daisy chain yeah and just collect some juice you know as you're going through the throughout the day that's definitely a great use for that clipping on like a solar battery pack exactly because in my personal experience i i've noticed clipping things to the outside kind of like can throw you off especially at altitude and or on a hairy trail yeah. Um, you don't want any, you don't want too much external weight throwing you around, um, when you're yeah. like scrambling or something like that. Yeah. Well, in the divide, I mean, we, we took it out multiple times fishing on the, the mm-hmm. Mesa. It's a good, I mean, it's just a, a solid, like all around, all around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All around pack. Cause I mean now, well, I guess we're not putting the internal load shelves in them now, but I mean, you could you could justifiably put some meat in there if you were a hunter. Oh, pretty easily. You know, easily. you can use it as a nice ski pack because it's super light. It's a, it's probably the best all rounder there is. Yeah, I mean for three pounds and being able to use it as a day pack as well as being able to use it as a backpacking and hunting pack, even if you want to. I think it's probably your best all rounder. You know, you could still fit a quarter in there and do some compression stuff and be pretty fine with it. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, if there's a person out there that is ever kind of like on the border between like, oh, I spend X amount of days during the year hunting, and then I am also like a backpacker or whatever, I think the divide is like the easiest option to go with. Yeah, for sure. And like 4,800 cubic inches, you're probably never going to, I mean, you really, most of the time you're not going to need more than that unless you're doing like huge expedition Especially if you packs. strap stuff on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Throw you can Merlin make on there. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You got it pretty good. So, yeah, I think that's a good 
good all around favorite pack. It, you know, it's definitely one of our top sellers. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a huge hit right now. The ultra release. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is awesome to see. Definitely. Yeah. We're, we're selling a lot of them. It's fun mm. to see. That's fun good. to see. Yeah. Yeah. Owen, what you got, man? I got, I got two packs in mind here. Yeah. And for, for different use cases. So I like to ride my bike, and I have done some bike packing trips where I haven't necessarily been prepared with being having all my stuff on the bike. So I used a Flight 22 when it was in the prototype process before the flights were even a thing, and that worked out really well. Um, you know, it was short enough where it wasn't too much of a pain with my helmet hitting the frame. But I think because we're doing another bike packing trip here soon i think i'm gonna run like my food and maybe a small hydration bladder in it frameless so then i don't have the issue of my helmet hidden because i'll I'll run like a more protective helmet where it kind of goes down to your neck and that'll hit the frame so you're also losing another inch or two and when you pick up speed and you start looking forward then you you kind of like kind of want to be able to look forward more which is kind of why I brought up that the the climbing thing. Cause yeah. Like, no, absolutely. Um, so the flights a flights a great pack. I've also used uh, framed flight two for fishing. It's got that mesh pocket, so you can stuff your you know your down layers and stuff in there, or even a little tackle box of some sort. Um, and it's got plenty of room. It's not cumbersome at all. Um, pretty easy to throw on the ground you don't got to worry about scuffing it up because that ultra you know you can just toss it on the ground and everything but those are my two lightweight uses but um personally for what i usually use packs for which is rifle hunting in first to third season whichever season i'm feeling um i really like the kenai in ultra as i was essentially just making the lanner to be on an integrated platform in the first place when we were uh, like doing the custom packs. So I had a Spectra lanner on an integrated frame with an internal load shelf, which is essentially what the Kenai is, but an ultra. Um, so that's perfect for me because those tall side pockets, um, I'll take a big smart water bottle or a big Nalgene or something. Uh, the mesh pocket's great because I'm always running through layers. I hate sweating while I'm out on the woods because once you sweat, you get nasty and cold like immediately. So being able to shed layers and just easily access them the moment you sit down or stop is definitely an advantage. And that mesh pocket has a lot of room in it. The Kenai Lanner system with the pockets is extremely organizational. It's probably the most organizational pack we make. So you got that shroud pocket up at the top which i generally put you know like batteries headlamps really quick access stuff knives um and in the lower pockets i'll usually do like you know snacks in one or like ammo and just like you you get a lot more organizational and when you need something really quick it's just there which i really like um and then it's kind of the perfect size where it's not too big to run as a day pack and it's not too heavy at all because it's like close to three and a half pounds or a little less even and it's got plenty of room uh to carry all your gear up i mean i can do a seven day trip no problem and i kind of pack heavy you know so 
there's plenty of space for me and I I don't bring all ultralight gear. You know, I got a, I got a five degree sleeping bag, even if it's 30 degrees. <laughs> so, um, so I'll, I end up bringing a lot of stuff and can do about a seven day trip out of it. And then the internal load shelf is perfect. Cause if you do get something down, if you're fortunate enough, <laughs> um, it's pretty easy to put meat inside of there. I just bring a garbage bag for my other belongings that I'm taking down so I can separate it. Um, it's really easy to put meat in there and then elevate it too. Uh, it's in a really perfect spot for me. So, um, super easy to carry out. You don't, I don't find myself like turtle back in like hunching forward or leaning back too much. So that's kind of my perfect hunting pack Yeah, right there. Well, <clears throat> and that's a good point. Like, I don't know. I, me and Kevin were talking about it with uh, Ford Van Fossen, um, which that podcast will be coming out here probably next week or sometime. But um, anyway, he was, he was, we were kind of having the debate of like the integrated versus breakaway backpack for hunting use cases. And um, yeah, he was like, one thing I'd never really thought of is just bring a garbage bag mm -hmm. to put your camp stuff in uh, to keep that meat and the blood separated from getting on everything that you don't want blood on and uh, you know he also was bringing up another good point which i had never really really thought of uh, in terms of weight he just said it in a way that made me think about it more but uh he was basically saying like yeah you know you might only be be saving you know like eight ounces or whatever uh in between but if you uh, if you take eight ounces off here and then eight ounces off your sleeping bag, eight ounces off your tent, you know, soon enough, you're at like five pounds yeah. less. And especially with elk hunting, most of the time, if you want to be successful, <laughs> you're probably doing like two to 3000 foot of vert to get to your spot. And, you know, that five extra pounds is going to be pretty significant. Um, or, so. it, or it allows for like the areas that me and kevin hunt it allows for five extra pounds of water you know True. all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah but my big thing with the integrated with the internal load shelf is number one it's a little bit since it's a little bit lighter it's a little bit more multi-use I'll, I'll buy i'll backpack with that if i needed to mm. i don't backpack much unless it's hunting season uh so i'll backpack with that and then i find the breakaway even though our system is really simple just to be more of a hassle than it's one it extra ever step worth. Yeah. yeah yeah so like i was hunting with a breakaway backpack for a long time and just never using it i was just putting the meat in the bag so i was like and you also have just a smidge of shift on the bag versus mm -hmm. the frame while the integrated doesn't have that yeah. so you have a little bit less movement side to side which can mean a lot when you're hiking down a really steep trail or something and you yep. just have that little shift throwing your body off and um yeah, it's just simple. I wasn't using it in the first place, so now I have a system that's eight ounces lighter and doesn't change the way I was hunting at all in the first place. So yeah, works perfect. Yeah. Um. I, before I explain mine, I do want to um just go back to the whole flight uh, and taking the frame out discussion because that's something that I never really thought of either. Um, is like just taking the the frame out of the flight and i feel like especially for bike packing mm -hmm. you know because like the flight i i most of the time tell people 
I'm like, yeah, just go with the Gila. You know, you'll you'll end up being able to carry heavier loads at a more comfortable, you know, rating or whatever, um, which is generally true. Not saying that, I mean, the flight uh, in terms of lightweight backpacks is going to carry Carries very, very well. well. Yeah. But the cool thing about the flight um, is that it, the like all of our other packs, basically you have to have the frame in order for the hip belt to function. But the flight is the exception there. So, so you can pop that frame out, you know, and especially like, um, you know, people that are pack rafting or something like that. And they need to um, take their frame out to be able to put the, the backpack in, you know, one, one of those storage tubes on the side of the, the raft. Or, you know, if you want to take it to another country and you just want to throw it in your duffel bag or something like that, that's, that's super handy right there is just be able to pop that frame out. And you can even use the the backpack without the frame, especially like, you know, skiing or something where, you know, you're going to be moving around a lot. You don't want that frame bumping into the back of your neck. Um, that That is definitely something to consider. If, I mean, just in terms of versatility, being able to pop that frame out is, is probably a, a pretty good option for for folks so I, I will say i hate how any frameless pack carries yeah so if i if i'm carrying with without a frame i'm carrying what i would in a merlin in the first place but it gives yeah. you it gives you the option to do it which is nice but man i even on hunting packs if the harness is touching my shoulders i'm like mad <laughs> you know like I, <laughs> yeah, i'm upset because yeah. yeah. i i hate that you know it pulls down on your shoulders like my uh traps is that what it is yeah the traps start getting tired maybe i'm just weak but i I like it all on my on my hips and uh so i I don't love carrying a frameless pack but if it's within under 10 pounds you don't really feel it and that's the whole thing about the backpack discussion is like you really just got to dial it down to what you're looking to to get out of it i mean if if you truly are like hitting every season hard so like you're you're biking in the spring, you're backpacking in the summer, you're hunting in the fall and skiing in the winter. You might need a couple different packs to be able to really accommodate for, you know, if if you're wanting everything to be perfect. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can obviously make different things work. Um, I, I would say, I would say it brings you back down to like the divide or like integrated pack where you have yeah. something that's light, but you can still hunt it you can still run it and though you can't run them frameless integrateds are still super easy to take apart split that frame even with the hip belt on because it's just a slide in slide out Mm -hmm. um so like in a pack rafting use or something while the revo is a little bit more detailed to take apart not just separate the bag but like get the frame out and everything the yeah. integrated is just as easy as undoing that one gatekeeper down at the bottom pulling yep. the frame slide out slide the frame right out and then you and can then roll you're good the to pack go. up yeah yeah just like a, like you were saying the flight before yeah yeah so i did i did take my revo frame to alaska in a duffel bag just took it apart and put it back i mean it's it's it's, it's not easy. hard it's not hard but yeah i mean i guess my point was just like you know obviously you don't want to flight for for hunting that's probably not the i mean best you, op- you could <clears throat> you wouldn't be you could love but, i mean <laughs> but, yeah, no. yeah yeah <laughs> be making a lot of trips yeah, yeah. you would and <laughs> i mean like you could compress it to the back and you can still put a load shelf on there but it's not 
the most ideal. It's right? not the right tool for the it, job. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's taking your Camry off road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. You might get stuck, but yeah, you yeah. can do it. You can give it a Enough shot. Enough speed and power, and you'll be fine with anything. Yeah, you carry a little duffel sack, and you can pack out an elk with it. You'd yeah. be crying a lot, but yeah. <laughs> that's true. But okay, so that's going to bring me to my next point about the Revo frame and why I think it's so cool. Um, and that is its modularity, right? So, um, let's see. So can we talk about the Brooks pockets? I mean, they're going to be coming out like any week here. I've, I've been telling people about them. Yeah. So, all right. So for those of you that have checked our website, you'll notice that our two packs, the Brooks and the Saker are off. We didn't bring them back in ultra or wolf. Uh, that is because we got a solution coming for that. And the reasoning, uh, the solution to not having those available is we're going to be selling uh, removable zippered side pockets that, like, they're essentially the pockets that were on the Brooks and the Saker. Um, but you're going to be able to hook them on via gatekeeper, take them off when you want to. But what I think is so cool about them is there's so many different options to run so like you can get like a 35 you could get like a a peregrine um backpack right and you know 3500 cubic inches it's for backpack hunting it might be a little bit small you know just with all the gear and stuff like that but what you can do is you can get a couple of those brooks pockets put one on each side each of them is 1200 cubic inches you you just bumped up to you know essentially a 600 uh, a 6000 cubic inch pack but then you can also, if you're just doing like a, a day hunt out of the truck or whatever, you can take the Peregrine out and you can just run the, the Brooks pockets um, individually on the back there. You can hook them on. You can also run um, the Brooks pockets with like a dry bag in between the, the Brooks pockets and the frame. You can run uh, two Brooks pockets and a Merlin. You can run two Brooks pockets and a Talon. So there's just like all these different combinations of things that you can hook up to the to the revo panel which is why i think it's so cool well i mean it, you can i've had a few people too reach out you know like what happened to the brooks what happens to the saker and now you're able to with a let's say a goshawk we're doing are we doing a goshawk 63 yeah goshawk 63 you can effectively take a 6300 cubic inch bag add two brooks pockets you're at 8,300 cubic inches, mm -hmm. roughly. And you could add a Merlin. And now you're in, what, almost 10,000 cubic inches. You can have a ridiculous size pack. And yeah. then when you don't need it, just take it all off. As, yeah. as simple as that. And now, now you saved yourself probably close to two pounds, you know, that you didn't need on the pack. So you aren't carrying around this massive amount of weight and this big, wide thing, you know, mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah. And, I mean, if... I will say, if you need 10,000 cubic inches, you got to figure something out, man. Right, yeah. Like, you better you gotta, be on some sort of expedition somewhere yeah, in Antarctica yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Antarctica, that's that's where you need that. But, but the hey, possibilities are there. I, mean, I, could, yeah. I, could, I could literally pack the kitchen sink in there. Yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a lot. But, you know, hey, if you like comforts out there, if you, you're a creature of comfort. I'm about to start getting that way during elk season. I, just, I know, dude. Two courthouses that connect together. <laughs> <laughs> just have like a, a Viking style. Bring house. a crock pot, 
a big in power inverter up there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make peach cobbler <laughs> stew. <laughs> That's lightweight backpacking right yeah, there. Right there. <laughs> I'll be at 120 pounds on the way up and probably less on the way down because I probably didn't get anything because yeah. I could back a mile. That's <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you, need, you need hunting shoes. You need hunting boots. No more Whoa, mountain bike shoes. Oh, <laughs> easy. Uh, no. All right. So, yeah, I guess uh, my – I'll just go over my my favorite uh, backpack that I use for both backpacking um, and hunting. And I, I essentially take it with – on every trip I go on. You know, I'll, I'll take it across the country on a, on a plane or whatever. But I, I have a 6300 Goss Hawk. The uh, fully separating side zipper, uh, Ultra 400. Um, and my thinking on that is with our bags, I mean, you're really not adding that much weight uh, from like a 4,800 to a 6,300. Yeah, a couple ounces, it's pretty minimal. And I'd rather have a pack that can, you know, if I am going on like a seven, 10 day trip or whatever, I have that option uh, of just loading that thing stuffed full and not having to worry about space but then you can also compress it down especially with like a a talon uh to where it's like definitely a day pack size it's not you know that's the kind of the cool thing about not having a ton of pockets and uh different compartments in the bag is you can compress i mean down to essentially nothing right um which is what i like and you know I'll throw it on a plane, throw all my clothes in there uh, with the Ultra. You know, it doesn't soak up blood, so you don't have to worry about that whole thing when you're putting clothes in it. Um, you know, I just I love the Talon system. It's so awesome. You can compress your sleeping pad. You can put, um, you know, antlers, whatever, um, your rifle. There's just all sorts of your bow. That's that's the biggest thing is it's just great to compress a bow. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just a great all-around pack, and you know, for me, it's worth the extra, extra few eight ounces or whatever to have the the breakaway Revo frame to be able to keep, you know, keep my meat separate, and also be able to pack out a whole quarter um, if I really wanted to without having to, you know, also keeping my pack back closed. So yeah, um, I. I definitely love that, but I think, you know, it's like we were saying, there's just so many different options out there and you really got to dial it into, to what you want. Um, 100%. Yeah. Well, and uh, just to touch on another point too, like as far as it comes down to fit, like if I was looking at a little off topic from the hunting aspect, but if I was looking in like the rec world at a backpacking backpack daily backpack the flight versus like the gila they're pretty similar size flights like 3700 mm-hmm. gila is obviously 35. A, little, a little smaller yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but the cool thing what i'll tell a lot of people in a customer service sense is that if you're let's say the guy comes he's got a 20 inch torso the 24 or the 25 inch frame now isn't going to necessarily work as well for them as maybe like if they had the frame extensions to adjust, you can run a 28-inch frame. You could be a really tall, long torsoed guy mm-hmm. or woman and run the Gila exactly how you want it. Yeah. You got that 
more custom fit. A lot more custom fit there. For sure. Mm-hmm. Versus the flight, it's just, you know, those kind of packs are not always going to fit every single body shape. For sure. Yeah. Well, and the cool thing about the both integrated and breakaway is that, um, you know, you got, you can buy your suspension and then buy your bag. But then if you want to upgrade your bag or downgrade your bag to a bigger or smaller size, all you got to do is just take that pack bag off, throw the new one on and you're good. Yeah. Especially with the breakaway. Yeah. Super easy transition. Super easy with the breakaway and the breakaway. If you wanted to buy an integrated frame pack bag, um you got all the suspension components there yeah Mm -hmm. you know you just need the frame yeah you just pop the aluminum frame out and you're good to go so and if you wanted to go integrated breakaway it's only like what you got to buy the bag and you got to buy a 130 dollar revo frame panel yeah Yeah, frame panel but other than that i mean that'll give you a lot of options you know if you if you bought a gila 3500 and then you bought a 6300 in the Revo frame panel, you'd have one frame and one harness hip belt that would work for a pack that could do numerous, numerous things. Yeah. Which is is cool, um, especially with our platform of, of packs. I mean, you have just so much adjustability between everything, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that we pride ourselves on is, you know, we got the field adjustable frame, right, which – is super easy to install if you're you know if you're pack rafting or something and you um are hiking around well i guess maybe pack rafting isn't the the best idea but if if you (laughs) have a lighter load uh and you want the two inch frame extensions in and then you have a heavier load and you want to put the four inch frame extensions in it's a two minute fix you just pop those those big ones in there and you're good to go you get that that nice angle on the load lift that extend that stuff that and a little harness adjustment and you're good to go yeah you're you're good to go solid yeah um so eli i kind of wanted to um get your perspective um because we recently kind of took away our custom pack builder on the website um and i wanted to kind of get your perspective on what we've done with like the new packs and how that relates to what we were seeing in the custom pack builder. Um, and maybe if there are other options out there that could still be explored as far as like combinations of pockets and everything, maybe you could bring those up too. Yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely, we did see a lot of the asymmetrical pocket, which is new on the Goshawk and the Kenai. Um, mm-hmm. We saw a lot of those in custom. Um, I think that was kind of the primary driver for for switching those over, especially for the hunting world. Um, you know, having a tall and short pocket can be nice. You know, you can throw a tripod or some your glass in the, the tall pocket or rifle or whatever, water bottles in the short pocket. Um, so I guess it was just kind of nice having those options. And then um, introducing another pack with the fan favorite, um, Peregrine slash Lanner face pocket. Hmm. Um, so the Kenai has that same pocket now, um, which and is it, what we were si- seeing on a lot of customs. And the asymmetrical on that one, too. And the asymmetrical on that one as well. So the, the Kenai really is is just kind of taking what was most popular out of all the customs, so like the pack bag size, uh, side and face pockets, and then just making one pack that, you know, makes it easy for us to just produce Mm -hmm. um but it also gives those people that were kind of thinking the custom 
route like oh hey you know seek provides a pack is you know that's basically what i'm looking for yeah and that's um, and that's without that custom upcharge too because you're looking exactly, on yeah. the custom packs 50 to 100 bucks depending on what you select yeah so, at least exactly so, so now so. now you have a factory option mm-hmm. that you can check out less money mm-hmm. and it's already kind of done for you and it's something that's in stock yeah mm-hmm. most of the time most could, of the could could be a you know a lot less long a lot less long wait yes yeah. yeah which is a big goal of ours for sure um another thing that um we changed in the pack line is is the option for zipper no zip mm-hmm. on a number of the packs so the Unuweep and the goshawks you can get those either with or without zippers now mm-hmm. um, which it was kind of you can only choose that if you were going the custom route or if you were getting one of our packs that already had a zipper on it um, so that's kind of nice for the people who especially like the people who are you know leaning towards the integrated side you know they like the idea of the internal carry using the internal load shelf inside the pack now they can get their uniweep you know with a zipper on it which makes the setting up and utilizing that internal load shelf so much easier um, with the zipper on it well and that in turn that side zipper is just so handy for especially the the big bags i mean it's yeah. so nice to not have to roll your bag all the way down to to get your sleeping yeah, bag in the bottom two-thirds of it just to mm-hmm. get something exactly at the bottom. yeah yeah so you, uh, you can you can plant you can stuff stuff in there less thoughtfully with that zipper <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what with the zipper you're like all right what am i going to take out first when i get to without the zipper you're like what am i going to take out first when i get to camp mm-hmm. with with yeah. the zipper you're just like well, i'll crack it open you know it's, yep, it's, it's all way, right there way yeah. she is <laughs> yeah it's basically a duffel bag yeah yeah and, and I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, go ahead, man. <laughs> and the all the zippers, all the ones with zippers now have an internal load shelf. That's correct? what I was gonna yeah. say, dude. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yep. So Same that out. option is there. Um and yeah, not everybody's gonna use it, but like, you know, maybe one day you're gonna be using your pack and you're like, Well, I wish I had that extra support. Yeah. All well, you need is the load shelf then. The hot tip on that is it doesn't just have to be used for for meat hauling i mean it can be used as basically an internal pocket yeah right which is what i use it for like for your stove it's like the perfect size to fit in that internal load shelf there more organization Mm -hmm. keeping things separate little divider essentially inside there yep exactly keep you can even you can even like if you're carrying like an eight man it's a little bit big you can put it in that load shelf and nail it down really Mm -hmm. compress it in there and know exactly where it is when you open your pack back up yeah so what about accessories Mm -hmm. what what do you see on your end as far as like the most popular accessories that are ordered um for sure uh lumbar pads and hip belt pockets Mm -hmm. um you know, you're either somebody who has a little bit of, you know, a little curvature in that lower back and really benefits from the lumbar pad, just adds extra comfort um, significantly. I'm one of those people for sure. I think it makes a huge difference. Totally. Um, or if you're just carrying heavier loads, having a little bit more padding on the hip because you're trying to get majority of the weight on your hips anyway. So having extra, you know, extra padage is huge. So those are those are hot ticket items on 95% of our pack sales. Mm-hmm. Um, hip belt pockets are also huge. Having something right there um, to get at, you know, set of binoculars or chapstick or whatever you have small you need access to um having a 
mostly waterproof little pocket right there on your hip mm. is awesome to have. Yeah. Um, the bottle holsters are, are nice for those who like to carry water, um, water bottles rather than a hydration bladder. Um, and then, you know, for um, a lot of the packs without face pockets, having that option to throw a Talon or a Merlin on the front um, is huge too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the bottle holster um, just because it's – I always carry a Nalgene, and it's just so nice to not have to be reaching back to, to find the Nalgene. It's just, yeah. like, right on your hip. So I always recommend that to people, like, yep. you know, you can free up that, that Nalgene pocket for something else if you get a bottle holster because mm-hmm. it's – in my mind, it's it's much more convenient and just a yeah. better – way to if you're doing an algae yeah i agree maybe you need access to a rain jacket or something like that Mm -hmm. you could throw it in the that pocket instead yeah much easier and still grab it on the go yep and the hip belt pockets are just i mean organizationally so so clutch Mm -hmm. to have you know and the the ones that we have now are left and right specific so yep um they're designed for you know one-handed use on either side Mm -hmm. uh the zipper's a little bit better for that um i mean we made that change a while ago but um for those that don't know it's it's pretty nice to be able to just get in there with one pocket or with one hand yep um and then yeah i mean i'm a huge fan of the talon system like yeah. especially the the blaze orange one it's nice for for rifle season mm-hmm. not hoping that you're not going to get shot yeah. is not enough <laughs> take yeah, it i mean the- you never know but <laughs> yeah but i feel like the the blaze orange talent is pretty sweet to have on there so that and the compression benefits are huge on the talent too so. oh yeah yeah for sure yeah so yeah cool man well um yeah you guys got anything else to to speak about the the new packs or orientations anything that that comes to mind here um yeah, you got the notepad, man. Yeah, I had some what? things jot, jotted down, but um, I was going to ask what you guys hear from customers most about, because I don't really get so much face-to-face time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, what what's the word out there? What are people asking about or liking or what do you think? You know, I, th- I think uh, obviously the the big question – is integrated versus breakaway right i mean yeah. that's that's probably the the biggest question that we get and mm-hmm. um you know i would say in general most hunters are going to go to the breakaway and then most uh backpackers are going to go integrated i mean that's just kind of how it is that's honestly how the system was designed right i mean yeah. most of the time the breakaway is going to be for hunters obviously we were just talking about the benefits of an integrated in a hunting scenario but um I would say that's probably one of the biggest questions that we get. The other one, the other one would just be size. I would say, you know, people wondering if they should go with like a 63 Gosshawker, a 48 or Fortress or uh, Fortress used to be the pack. Now it's the Gosshawk or the um, Uniweep. So Gosshawker, Uniweep, 6,300 cubic inch or 4,800 cubic inch. And um, in that case, I mostly say go with the big one. Like, just yeah. get the 6300 if if you're that way you'll never be worried about space yeah um and you will you know 
can always you can always downsize if you find it's too much, but in most cases it's not. So. It's definitely easier to compress the dead space rather than try to cram in a smaller pack. Yeah, that's true. Exactly, um, and start hanging stuff off off your off the outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I'm just, I mean, I'm just interrupting this whole podcast. <laughs> God damn it, man! Hey, Ryan, why don't you talk real quick? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I think I, I I think a lot of it comes down from your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably a lot more op to tell if a customer writes in or something. I'm I'm probably a lot more likely to tell them in in there's certain situation that an integrated might be better for them than, than Ryan might be. So you get a, you get a lot from, from both sides. Yep. Um, it's, it's hard to kind of have a, a discussion on which, which is better. Cause they both have their advantages for sure. Um, which I think is why we get so many questions, right? Cause it's, it comes down to an opinionated thing. And if yeah. you haven't, if you haven't tried both, yep. then you don't know what's going to be better for you. I mean, you can make kind of an educated guess that you're going to be fine with the breakaway. Mm-hmm. I think, I think if you're, if you're like, I really don't know which one to get, and I'm too scared to ask Ryan or, <laughs> right. you know, I, I, you know, you're best off just probably getting the breakaway. But, um, it it depends who you ask. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get a different answer from every single person because backpacks are so not opinionated, but they're just so unique to each person because it's it's a fit thing. Yeah. You know, while while a tent is a uh, tent's this tent sets up. Do you like a little more room size up? Do you like a little less room size down? Yeah. With with backpacks, it's it's all just how how when how are you, you using yeah. it? How yeah. are you when, using it? How like yeah. all all of a yeah. lot of people, uh, you know, just like where do I start on the packs? And I'm like, well, what do you do? You know? Yeah. What what are your plans to do with it? What are you? What uh, what does your gear list look like? Yeah. Like, what are you packing in your pack? I'll, I'll ask that a lot too because I tend to tell people. I think I think a lot of people think they need a bigger bag than they do. Mm-hmm. Out of how many times do you need the sixty three hundred? Yes, Rarely. it's amazing to have. I don't need the yeah. fifty four hundred most of the time. Yeah. yeah. I think it's better to size up than size down because, like you said, cramming is yeah. way less enjoyable than yes. just being like, oh, I'll kind of compress this down a little bit or roll the roll top a few extra times. Right. Um, but I do think asking the gear list or like being like, are you like me who packs? I've I've hiked full size pillows. Right. Five creature, miles. Creature comforts, man. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a huge thing. But, like yeah. sl- sleep is the biggest thing i value i will skip meals to sleep well like sleep sleep is the best food you can have when you're out there because it's rest when you're working your body you just need that rest um but you know other people's creature comforts might be like well i bring 10 pounds of dried food yeah okay cool (laughs) or or i bring a thing of spam you know Mm -hmm. so it it's very uh not opinionated very uh I mean, just dependent yeah, on... Yeah, just dependent. On very dependent. Your, yeah, because I mean... Comforts and experiences, really. Yeah. yeah. Down to I mean, yeah. My, my buddy that I used to hunt with in high school, um, he had... We gifted him this army sleeping bag. thing was about 12 pounds and as big as that chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a Brooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a he Brooks and he was packing it on the outside. You know, <laughs> oh, wow. like when you talk gear list, you're like, and that thing will keep you warm until negative 40 or something ridiculous. Right. Like you never sleep with that 
zippered because yeah. you would, you would just fry. Yeah, like I, you know, we'd we'd bring like a <laughs> little something to drink up there, and he'd wake up in the middle of the night just like. <laughs> like so dry, <laughs> so sweaty and just, everything. Oh man! But that's not fun. That that's an example of an extreme use case where you know somebody's packing in this ten pound sleeping bag, um, just because yeah. it's what they have. And and there's out. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I've definitely taken a Cimarron for a solo uh, backpacking <laughs> this this past summer. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but it's like I mean, it's obviously overkill, um, and it is definitely going to take up more space than a silex or something in your pack so it's just you got to ask yourself i mean there's 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 people who take a 16 man for two you know yeah there's also people who try and cram three in a silex Mm -hmm. so you know Mm -hmm. you're working with a lot of a lot of different you do you bro dependencies yeah i mean i think the the main thing is we got a pack for for everybody out there Mm -hmm. we do Mm-hmm. If you if you need ten thousand cubic inches, we got gotcha. you. If you need just a Revo frame and twelve hundred cubic inches, we got gotcha. you. Well, that no, Merlin. Another funny thing was we did have a lot, especially when we had the custom pack mm-hmm. option around, which I know is going to return at some point, but yeah. you know, slowly. Since we've tried to phase a lot of those options out so that we could have more in stock a little bit quicker, just a simpler line that was easier to choose from. Mm-hmm. I was getting questions left and right. What's the best material? Well, if this material is better, then why would I, why would I not choose this? Well, because this is going to be more expensive and, you know, it's going to be less waterproof. But it's lighter and it's more abrasion resistant. And so, like, there were so many questions between that material. And now, now it's kind of set as just, like, woof is a great material unicorn or ultra i mean i keep messing that one up but ultra is a wonderful material you know and top of the line best thing you can have wolf is just about there but you know it's it's Mm -hmm. not it's not ultra so it's like if you pay the extra 60 bucks your pack's gonna probably last a little bit longer and be a little bit lighter but it's not it's not is it should i do spectra Multicam X33, X21, right. X42, and right. all this. What's the best to have on the pocket? You know, it's mm-hmm. just become simpler. Yeah. Exactly. Simplifying things. And you can kill yourself with those. You can just like overthink it so hard on those decisions. Totally. Well, do I want my left pocket with the water bottle or the right pocket? Like, which? And it's like, well, I mean, if you go with the right pocket, you're probably going to, you know, adjust and. You know, be reaching into your right pocket for the water bottle if mm-hmm. you don't have any other options. Yeah. And, I mean, I think the the fact is kind of the line that we have now is is the best. The, it's a culmination of, A, the, the packs that really worked and that were, you know, the top sellers from in this past year. But also, we made some packs based on the top custom orders um, that, that people were getting. Yep. Um, so we we essentially just made a a fan favorite list. Mm-hmm. How many times was this ordered this year? Okay. Well, then, if people are nine times out of ten going to the custom pack maker to build a pack, then why don't we just give them what they want? Yep. Which yep. is that was kind of our goal there. Which, I mean, and on the customer service end is, I I think it's weird because I'm not sure if everybody is 
we kept a lot of the names the same. It was the Goshawk 48. Now there's a Goshawk 63, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a few different names in there, but nonetheless, it stayed mostly the same. And I'm not sure if a lot of people have went and looked to see the changes per individual pack. The Uniwe or the Goshawk 48 is not the same Goshawk 48 it was in a different material. Right. It's a it's now the Goshawk 48 with asymmetrical and and all that um, new added features to it. Yep. Um, and then you know, like as far as the we were a little bit late with the new Brooks pockets. And we're still working to just fine dial them, but they should be out soon. But, you know, you get a lot of questions about, like, where's the Saker, the Brooks, and, like, well, now you just get that Goshawk 33 or 63, and you just add those on, and you have your you have a, a much more modular and may, dare I say it, better system, you know? So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All the pack talk makes me stoked for summer, man. <laughs> it's yes. just it's coming around the corner. Is it you snowing know? out there yet? Or is it just <clears throat> dumping on I the valley? I think it's snowing everywhere except for right here. Uh, I'm fine. With yeah. It. I, I'm Mark. actually fine if it just snows everywhere besides the valley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eli, you got any more any trips coming up this summer that you're stoked about? I got a trip coming <clears throat> up in March. Um, and then uh, a little – actually, it's like this bike race um, in – july i think and it's basically just like this it's not even really a race i don't even know how competitive it is it's called ragbri it's located in iowa and mm. it's essentially just a week-long race across the state damn oh, sweet. yeah are you gonna be doing that road. on your on a road bike oh road okay biking? Yeah, yeah not mountain biking, biking. Cool. yep no yep. one doesn't fuck with road so bikes. you do <laughs> oh, yeah i used to right? <laughs> yeah yeah you ride like 60 to 80 miles a day to some small town in Iowa, party for a couple hours, you know. Go so it's bed. a tour almost. Basically, yeah. I, I don't think it's taken very seriously. I'm sure there's those people that, you know. That's the best way to do it. There's a mountain bike race uh, in the Abajo Enduro, in the Abajo Mountains out of uh, Monticello. Monticello. Mm. And it's a, it's a race. It's yeah. timed. Uh-huh. But it's more of like mid-race shotgun of beer exactly like, that's what this know, is too it's a, it's a party that's i mean people are wearing costumes and comp- competition takes a lot of the fun out of a lot of things it often. can yeah so yeah. so when everybody's just there to have a good time i mean that's that sounds like a bass yep so. yeah I, I have two friends from from iowa city that have done it in the past and they just talk about it all the time and we're gonna make it happen this summer Might so i'm well. excited about that it's gonna be hot in oh town? yeah yeah like humid hot too. humid hot yeah you're gonna want that breeze you're gonna pedal <laughs> oh, yeah yeah you're gonna finish first for that breeze yeah we're gonna <laughs> try to cram those miles in before noon because yeah it gets it gets pretty nasty over oh, there dude. yeah <laughs> can't imagine yeah is iowa pretty like what's the what's the scenery like have you ever been because you're from Wisconsin. I'm from Wisconsin, um, so yeah, not too far. I I grew up pretty close to the uh, um, Iowa border, so um, wouldn't really travel there too much. But for like sporting events, growing up and stuff mm. like that, um, you know, it's it's mostly flat land, prairie, rolling hills. Um, you know, just a lot of small towns mm. speckled throughout the state. Um, super friendly population. Um, Everybody says it's it's beautiful. 
I, I wonder if it's like just people like that live in Iowa just being like, oh yeah, our state's cool too. Yeah. Or if it's just. Uh, I, I think like I really want to go to Wisconsin after my parents just went. Oh uh, yeah. Because I was just <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, say, so, yeah, I mean, because beauty is in many different ways. For There's sure. a very, very different beauty to Death Valley mm-hmm. than there is to the coast of California. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. You're like, wow, this is inhabitable. Like, it's like a scary beauty. Yep. But like, you know, the coast of Cali isn't like these massive, crazy mountains everywhere. It's just like, you're like, oh, it's green. Mm -hmm. I don't live in a green place. I wish it was green sometimes. So that's kind of why I want to go to Wisconsin and like fish and stuff. Because you're like, oh, there's water and... Lots to do. There's, There's lots water of trees. There. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, it's green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was one of those states where, like, it's just the vast emptiness has, you know, that draw about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, especially, like, sunup, sundown time. Mm. Um, it's like prairie and yeah. rolling hills Exactly. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that would be fun, man. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Like, I thought Florida was pretty. Not for the beach, but the fact that I didn't know that many pine trees could exist in one place. Yeah. That was my that was my ideal of beauty for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of beautiful places out there, man. That's why you just need to seek outside. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Ryan is a salesman. <laughs> so I recommend yeah. not calling Ryan because he's definitely going to make you spend money. <laughs> yeah, dude. No. Be if talk- I heard that, dude, I'd be like, eh, I'm out. <laughs> He'll be talking to him. He'll be like, uh, yeah, so, I mean, what kind of pack? Oh, I mean, it doesn't matter what pack as long as you're seeking outside. As long okay. as you're seeking outside, your soul will be fulfilled. <laughs> you're going to hear beep, beep, beep as it hanging up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I hope if anybody ever calls me and I say that, they would just hang up on me. Yeah, no, I, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like. <laughs> well, I hope uh, everybody found this educational. More entertaining. Hopefully, the hopefully there was a little entertainment in it. Yeah. Um, I think there was. But, yeah, um, we'd love to hear what your favorite packs are. Folks out there, shoot us an email, info at seekoutside.com. Um, we'll, we'll pester Eli with whatever you guys say. Yeah, He's fire over. away. Yeah. But um, thanks, guys, and uh, have a great week, and we'll, we'll see you next time. And remember to seek out seek out <laughs> seek your <laughs> outside <laughs>